This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin 1 expandable backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin 1 is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code RNRTAKE30. That's RNRTAKE30 at TaskinSF.com. Next up on an all-new Rick and Rick. Is Tesla at full throttle or stuck in reverse? Inside Interbrand's fastest-growing brands of 2022. From embiggen to zonking, we've got your cheat sheet on some funky new words coming to a Scrabble dictionary near you. Amazon reveals how joy is made while James Bond busts a move for Belvedere. Plus, Twitter's tailspin continues. The hottest but hardest to get tech gifts for holiday 2022. A fresh round of loaded questions and a whole lot more. And it also starts right here, right now. On the one show where everybody loves a good rick-through rate. And everybody rules the world. Well, call me a chip and scoop up some queso, because you're just in time for a tasty new episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World. I'm Rick Matheson, and I am joined, as always, by my good friend, Chaka Khan. Or, I mean, Rick Wu. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing fantastic, man. Good. Yeah, I, I do have to say, it's been a little bit chilly here lately. California here, we've been dropping down into the... The 30s and 40s. Yeah, no, I kind of forget it. I can't believe it. It feels like it completely snuck up on me. I mean, we went from very summer-like to, yeah, quite cold. In fact, about a week ago, longtime listener Bill and his wife, they were celebrating a, a milestone birthday, and they were going to play golf down at Pebble Beach, and they invited me to tag along. And I kid you not, Rick, it could have been any summer day. I mean, it was spectacular. I wish I wore shorts. People were swimming in the ocean. Wow. Yeah, and then now it, it, we've got this big chill. The only down side of that trip, though, is I'm still in pain. Thankfully, it was around like the, I guess, 17th hole. It was a really long par, but I guess the foursome behind us, we were kind of in a kind of a low-lying area. I guess they went ahead and teed off. I'm not sure, but someone drilled a golf ball into the back of my left calf. Oh, no. And I'm still in pain. Oh, no. Yes. It hurt like a mofo, and I figured out the next day that it ricocheted off of my left calf and hit my right calf. So uh, I've been walking around like Charlie Chaplin with a swizzle stick up his butt. I'm not sure. And it's been over a week now. I was lucky because, you know, truthfully, if you're going to get hit with a golf ball, probably the back of your calf or, or maybe your gluteus, probably the best two places. Totally. I can't complain. It was a blast and I'm glad I went. But yeah, I'm still in a little bit of pain. Yeah, I bet, man. I mean, if people hit those things hundreds of yards, like that's a lot of force coming at you. It surprised me. I forget about it and then I start walking around. It's like, oh, yeah. no fun. But what is fun is this is the show where the Ricks share their unique brand of news and views from the worlds of marketing, media, tech, and pop culture. And we, as always, are going to start that off with a little segment that we call Radar Love. And we're going to start, Rick, with the 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, which is streaming right now on HBO Max. But you were there, live and in person. I was. You know, I, this last year has been kind of my year to start working through a bucket list. And I, I had a lot of people that I want to see perform. And this has been the year to do it. And so the, one of the things I've always wanted to do is actually go to the induction. So as luck would have it, Crystal was able to get some tickets. And so the two of us were like, let's do this. We jumped on a plane, we flew to LA, and we were tired. And you know, as people do, you know, we were both a little hangry and, you know, arguing over where we're going to go to eat. And then eventually she's like, you know what, well, you just pick. And I'm like, all right, so we're going to go to the hotel restaurant because I'm really hungry. Long story short, we get down there and we notice just like 
an interesting vibe in the restaurant and then just started figuring out that there were actually famous people at the restaurant. And it turned out that three of the members of Duran Duran were actually eating 20 feet from us. No way. Yeah, it was a big party. It was about 10 people. And it was really cool to just kind of like spot them across. But just as we were entering the restaurant, leaving the restaurant was Priscilla Presley. And so it was like this momentary all-star, like amazing experience. So that was like dinner. So go back and crash out for the night. The next day we got the event. It was spectacular, Rick. We started at 7 p.m. and we didn't leave until after midnight. It was like 1230. Five and a half hours, amazing performances. We saw Eurythmics being inducted into the Hall of Fame. We saw Pat Benatar and her husband being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Duran Duran, of course, who we saw the night before. And they did an amazing job. And then, you know, I'm a big fan of Eminem and Eminem was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So, you know, you had Dr. Dre out there. I mean, it was just sensational. I've never seen anything like that. Seeing those performances live checked a whole bunch of people off my bucket list. And I have to tell you, I was just completely ecstatic by the time we wrapped that up. Great. Well, I'm glad it was a great time. And the 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony is streaming on HBO Max. All right, next story. Mental Floss is reporting that the official Scrabble Player's Dictionary has some unexpected new additions coming to its pages by way of, I guess, Miriam Webster is the curator of the Scrabble guidebook. And it's some great words here, Rick. They had bay. You know, the yep. B-A-E, yep, as in Baber Baby. Yeah, it's a term of endearment. They've got embiggen, which I guess is from The Simpsons. This verb is a synonym for, you know, enlarge, as only Homer Simpson could say it. They have adulting. Putting on one's big person pants is now a playable word. And let's face it, that word owes us some value on Scrabble at this point. <laughs> Deep fake, a phony representation of a person using images or video, though rumor has that Space Karen might be a suitable alternative. Dumpster, a trademarked brand name for a trash bin because Twitter is already taken. And then Zonky, a zebra-donkey hybrid animal. Apparently, you can also use Zedonk, which sounds like it's a snooty French donkey. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Cracks me up. All right. Well, stay tuned. When we come back, it's time for the good, the bad, and the marketing. Stay tuned. Hey, Rick and Rick Nation, don't forget to check out our website at rickandrick.com. It's double the Rick in just one click at rickandrick.com. And welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World. This is Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten. And it is time for the good, the bad, and the marketing. Brand consultancy Interbrand is out with its annual list of most valuable brands. Not surprisingly, Rick, Apple's top spot again, when I didn't realize it's for that 10th year in a row, ranked as the world's most valuable brand. But AdAge is reporting about one specific segment within this year's list. It's getting a lot of attention. It's because it's the fastest growing brands of the past year. I guess they're in flux. So I guess Yes, Tesla continued to climb into brand's annual rankings of total brand value from 14th to 12th place this year, despite seeing its growth slow since last year's report. I think this year its brand value grew, I think, 16%, but last year it had jumped 184%. Yeah, so they have Apple as tops and then Microsoft and Amazon. I thought three of them have been battling it out at the top three spots. You know, Google, not surprising. It's up 28%. Samsung, Samsung's sort of fun 
funny because probably five years ago, they really seemed like they might be giving a brand like Apple a run for the money. They are in the top five. Uh, I haven't seen as much movement from them, but that is a really amazing brand. And if you think about where it came from a decade ago to now be number five is, is amazing. When, and I think you make an interesting point there because I, I agree with you. I think if this was a couple of years ago, between the tablets, the phones, the TVs and everything else they did, especially outside the US, they were one of the top brands worldwide. I'm not sure what's happened in the last couple of years, but it feels like they've kind of cooled off a little bit. Yeah, You don't hear people talking about them quite as much as you used to. Yeah. And if you look at the next tier, these are perennials, right? You've got Coca-Cola at seven, Mercedes, Disney, Nike. I mean, there's some that you always expect to see here. Coca-Cola is one of them. For me, Toyota is one of them. I, I think if I'm not mistaken, Toyota has been the number one yeah. you know, car brand worldwide forever. Yeah. And then, you know, Mercedes, like, you know, it's, it's obviously, it stands for luxury, but, you know, they go way beyond luxury cars and things like that. Anyways, so those ones, I, I kind of, I, I saw those kind of sticking around there. And obviously everybody knows Disney, but I wouldn't have expected Disney to be so high, except I would say within the last couple of years between the Marvel acquisition, the Star Wars acquisition and Disney Plus, I think they've really kind of moved themselves up higher in the list and, and really just in general made themselves, you know, much, much bigger brand standing for a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a couple in here that that really did surprise me. And I, I living in Silicon Valley, I almost hate, hate to say this one, but Cisco, like, why is Cisco on this list? I mean, I get it, like, and within a certain target audience, but I don't know, I, I was I was a little surprised to see Cisco on this list. Well, if you look at these, you know, those last couple are, you know, primarily B2B brands. But what's really amazing here is Instagram and Facebook. I, I have to look to see if they've been higher on this yeah. list, but you've got Instagram at 16 and Facebook at 17. Instagram is up 14%, but Facebook down 5% in this listing. I found that very interesting. These are not the best days for Facebook, obviously. So they've had a massive layoffs and, and whatnot. But then now Coca-Cola has had a great year. During the pandemic, they were smashed and it's been crawling back. So that's an interesting one. Yeah, I think Interbrand also does trusted brands. So it'll be interesting to see how this compare and contrast because one of the things that caught my attention right away was where's Sony? If you, you scroll down the list, Sony's down at number 39. But when it came back to the trusted index, they were much higher in the list. And so uh, I think I think it will be interesting when we get the other list and we can comp compare and contrast it. Absolutely. All right. Well, something else that we can compare and contrast to are the two different spots from the same director that have come out for brands this holiday season. So the value of Oscar-winning director Taika Waititi is up this year with a pair of spots that include a two-minute, 30-second spot for Amazon called Joy is Made. We'll talk about that in a second. And another one, very different spot for Belvedere Vodka that features music from Rita Ora and stars Daniel Craig, James Bond himself, as you've never quite seen him before, shimmering and gyrating through various locations in a manner that can only be described as, well, really something. So let's talk about these. This first spot for Amazon. This campaign from Amazon from Taika Watiti uh, is absolutely tearjerker. Right? It's, it's, you know, every year we look for those ads that kind of inspire reaction and this is probably going to be the one for this year and you know it's cool as yeah, she's kind of going through her her life she's always taking the snow globe the dad's having to take it away because she's trying to take it to school and the snow globe just over and over and over again becomes the the center of her universe and you know it all kind of builds up with the dad thinking like you know what what can i do to be really special and he basically recreates the scene of the snow globe in a greenhouse in, in the yard and it's just absolutely amazing it's a tearjerker and i would not have expected it from Watiti because like the way I know him is playing the rock character on Thor right you know he, he plays that goofy whatever and so this was really cool to see and it caused me to actually take pause and then go
go figure out who is this guy and you know look at some of his other work and he actually he's very much a well-respected producer as well as comedian and actor and so totally took me by by surprise what did you think of this commercial i really thought it was really well produced i felt like the tie back to the brand was a little tenuous but that's okay you know you see the things being delivered to his house as he's putting together the pieces to kind of make this magic happen for his daughter it's got all the feels people are going to be like that was great did you <laughs> see that i mean it, and then the one with daniel craig very lighthearted and whimsical for belvedere vodka where we kind of see daniel craig kind of going through all these different sets and he's like i said shimming and gyrating his way to i guess it was his hotel room or something where he finally gets the chance to enjoy his belvedere talk about taking a leap for daniel craig it really is yeah and it's completely uncharacteristic it is not what i would have expected from him at all it was fun i was i i it made me smile i was like you know one i'm, I'm not a big belvedere vodka fan so i'm sorry but sure. you know with the commercial itself was like awesome like I, it was just a different side of him you know he always comes across in film as being so controlled and and i'm sure that's exactly what they're trying to get him to do was to right. break out of that and and honestly i think they did a fantastic job all right do not touch that dial folks because when we come back it's time for loaded questions this episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in ultra-stylish, premium-quality travel gear, like the exquisitely designed Taskin 1 expandable backpack. With nine practical variations, the Taskin 1 is always the right size for wherever life takes you next. Save 30% on your next purchase when you use the promo code RNRTAKE30. That's R&RTAKE30 at TaskinSF.com. All right, welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World. Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten, and it is time to play 11 Questions. Question number one. According to recent studies, which of the following is not a factor holding back marketing in the metaverse? A. Nearly half of U.S. teenage consumers aren't even sure what the metaverse is. B. Consumers overall prioritize physical interactions with brands. C. The monetizable return on investment is likely to be minimal over the near term. Or D. The metaverse was just purchased and killed by Elon Musk. Which of these is not a factor holding back marketing within the metaverse? I'm going to say C, that there just isn't a, a lot to monetize at this point. In this case, the answer is D. The metaverse was just purchased and killed by Elon Musk. Is not a factor holding back marketing within the metaverse. According to studies cited by Retail Dive, 48% of U.S. teenagers aren't even sure what the metaverse is. And to the surprise of no one, it appears that for consumers of all ages who do engage within the metaverse, digital promotions or promotions that bridge the digital with the physical are proving to be the most compelling. So this would be like Chipotle's burrito making interactive game within the Roblox metaverse where you earn in-game burrito bucks and then you, they can be exchanged for real-world entree codes. As the Pub reports, a Forrester survey found that the monetizable return on investment in the metaverse is likely to be pretty minimal over the near term. Question number two. On top of the shit show at Twitter, news recently hit that A, the $1,900 Tesla Cyberquad for kids' electric all-terrain vehicles that sold out last Christmas have all been recalled. B, Elon Musk has made an unsolicited bid to acquire a CNN for $400 billion. C, petulant pimple face cream will hit stores in January, sporting an $8 price point. Or D, the $49 Zorg all-in-one haircutting and flotation device has been recalled due to unfortunate haircut mishaps. On top of the shit show at Twitter, news recently hit about what? Uh, I'm going to assume it's the CyberQuad being recalled. You are correct. The Consumer Product Safety Commission has announced that all 5,000 of the $1,900 Tesla CyberQuad for Kids electric all-terrain vehicles that quickly sold out 
last Christmas have all been recalled due to violations of federal safety standards for ATVs and risk of injury. Owners are reportedly being offered a full refund after they disable the CyberQuad. They'll also be eligible for an additional amount, I think up to $50 to cover disposal costs. So, all right, final question. Which of the following is a real tech gift that you can give this holiday season if you can hurry? A, Cheetos brand Cheetos cheese duster. B, a KFC brand finger licking chicken fryer. C, an Oscar Mayer brand size Wienermobile. Or D, Gorilla Glue brand maximum hold hairspray. <laughs> Which of these is actually a thing this holiday season? Oh, dang. It sounds like multiple ones. Uh, let's go with the Kentucky Fried Chicken chicken fryer. That's a good one. But no, in this case, the answer is A. So according to the Daily Meal, Lisa Alley of PepsiCo Canada recently told CNN, quote, Cheetos fans have always known that the delicious cheesy dust on their fingertips is an unmistakably delicious part of the Cheetos experience. But now it officially has a name. It's called Cheetle. So Cheetos cheese dust is called Cheetle, which is actually kind of a gross <laughs> word to me, I think, for some reason. But anyway, now Cheetos is releasing a special blender catered to Cheetle enthusiasts at home. U.S. consumers can blitz up their own Cheetle with the new Cheetos duster. It's currently waitlisted on Amazon. As the Daily Meal reports, a Cheetos rep told Adweek that the duster is, quote, a new way to innovate and elevate recipes with the delicious taste of Cheetle and can be used to make such culinary concoctions as Cheetos coated mozzarella sticks, flaming hot turkey legs, and wait for it, Cheetos rimmed cocktails, end quote. It's a terrible name, and I feel like we need to bleep it out. I, I don't know. Happy holidays. Enjoy your Cheetle. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World. Rick, before we head on out, tell folks where they can find you online. (laughs) Well, ironically, the best place to find me is on Twitter. I'm at Wooten, W-O-O-T-T-E-N. And how about yourself, Matheson? (laughs) (laughs) For the time being, anyway, you can also find me at Rick Matheson on Twitter. And you can find all of our social connections, listen to archived episodes, and more at rickandrick.com. Till next time, happy holidays to everyone out there and to stay safe, keep each other safe, and keep on coming back to the one show where everybody's name is Rick and everybody rules the world. <laughs>